Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today, we are talking all about boredom. I know we're all pretty bored of the pandemic right now, but we're going to be going through some cool studies that not only talk about the pitfalls and the bad parts of boredom, but some upsides of being bored in the first place. So let's be bored together. Hopefully, you're not bored during the pod, but if so, we're going to bring you a little bit of sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle goodness. Yeah, I've I've got a cool study about that. But, I mean, yeah, hopefully the pod isn't boring. Hopefully you're listening to it because you are bored. Um, how are you bored, Greg? <laughs> uh, oh, for sure. Like, in general, yeah. <laughs> the pandemic has made me very bored, I think. And so I cope by reading, writing arithmetic. Wait. Um, <laughs> and I would say that in gens, I'm bored. Like, are you not? I'm just feeling really I, uncomfortable because I'm like, am I no, not supposed I, to I be? I guess I am bored. I think most of all, things are so repetitive. Yeah. So it's this kind of, it's not always boredom that sets in for me, but it's monotony, which I guess is probably what boredom is. Girl, thesaurus, that boredom word you got monot. I what? Mean, <laughs> no, I mean like, because I think they're, I kind of think they're different if I'm being honest. I think oh, that, really? Yeah, because to me, when I actually become bored and I'll kind of talk about this later in my study is I actually, it kicks me my butt into gear to like, be like, okay, I need to go do something else. But because it's monotonous, I'm still doing things. I'm just kind of trapped in doing those things. Interesting. So you're feeling monotony, but you're not necessarily feeling that bored. Yeah. I haven't Because we have phones, we have shows, we're doing all these things. That's that what are, my study's about. Okay. Mm. Well, oh my gosh. Okay. Because well, I think that being bored and monotony are linked, but you're right. They are different. And I shouldn't have said if you thesaurus one, you'll see the other because the English language tis complex. <laughs> and it's actually, they, they might be like, you might look up one and it might be there. It's so so sad though because when we do this we usually start by going like how's your week and it's like i don't know what to say it really is the same thing over and over i'm sure i know lots of people are experiencing that where it's just like either day by day or week by week or month by month (laughs) and the winter's not gonna bring any know what i did because i was bored i sat (laughs) under a tree and waited for a great horned owl that is supposed to live in the tree. See, that's what I mean. Sometimes <laughs> when you're bored, it makes you go do things. Yeah, you yeah. Do. I don't think I would have done that if it weren't for a pandemic. I wouldn't be like, okay, with my friend, we literally sat under a tree waiting for the hoot of the great. <laughs> and did you see it? Uh, no, we did not. But we see, we there's a lot of red-tailed do- hawks around that area. So right before the darkness came, which is when they usually wake up and you hear them in this particular area, we saw this huge bird leave the tree, but I'm pretty sure it was a hawk. 
Oh, like, well, that's like, so you know cool. I mean? Oh, it's so cool. cool. The hawks are so cool. But you were but like, it's I was an just owl. like, we were like, and then we were kind of like, we could clock that up to saying we saw the owl, but we're like, no, we want to hear it and see it. And it's really cool. It's in High Park in Toronto in the south east corner. There are these Did three you have to do, really like, tall never eat trees. Shredded wheat. <laughs> yeah, I kind of was. I kind of was I never going to do that, shredded like, wheat. Nah. I was like, eat, eat shredded wheat. <laughs> Um, there's these really tall trees cause they like really tall trees. There's a mating pair and they don't spend all their time there, but they are there quite often. And many people walking by looked over at us and they said, we know exactly what you're doing. Really? Yeah. Oh, take me next time. Yeah, I will. I know I was invited that time, but I mean, just like, I want to come. Yeah. And it does involve sitting under a tree and quietly waiting for a bird, but like, yeah. I think I like excel at that. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> it is a, not to say that you have to be bored to do that, but it helps for sure. Okay. Well, why don't we get into today's episode? Oh, what did we learn this week? Uh, okay. I don't know if my, <laughs> what did we learn this week? A, if I fully understand it and if it's like above my like level of intelligence. Your pay grade. My pay grade. Um, okay. I don't get paid awesome. for this. I <laughs> uh, I'm going to like do my <laughs> best and see where we go. So astronomers have detected millions of signals from an intelligent civilization. Okay, was this QAnon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of bearing the lead to hook the listeners and the viewers. Okay. Um, but no, it's very, very interesting. So stay with me because I've always been interested in alien life. Like, did, did you go through those phases where you wanted to, like, know there was aliens and you'd look at the stars and hope you'd see a UFO and stuff? Um. So no. Um. <laughs> always look for shooting stars. And I did kind of, like we've talked about before, get mind blown in Men in Black when they're like, you're in a marble. <laughs> But okay, beyond that, not too no, much. but you believed in that like spaceship ninety three or conspiracy theory in high school or something. Spaceship nine. There, there's a conspiracy theory that you used to believe in. What Area fifty one. No, it was like something that like the world was gonna end. It was like had a oh, number like or something. X and stuff. Yeah, or, yeah, or whatever. I mean, there was, there's a bunch <laughs> of different theories. No, I was into that stuff when I was younger. Anyway, what do you mean into that stuff? It's like I was it's like, like into. There was like so many like conspiracy theories and like people who would pretend to like come from the future to tell you where would you find that like on forums and stuff like the internet the beginning days it's QAnon okay it was the origin of QAnon okay I don't know cool Um, either way so basically astronomers have tools to scan the skies and by skies I mean into the universe for different frequencies that would indicate intelligent life so they've they've done that for some might call it a telescope well not just telescope like uh satellites and stuff that you would actually read to listen for signals right true to hear and see if there are similar types of like radio frequencies coming towards earth that would indicate from another sun or planet that there was other life that clearly created these frequencies okay Uh, because obviously there are lots of different frequencies on earth the sun and light is all frequency but there's certain frequencies that are very specific we believe to intelligent life. 5g to to have like created Um, okay okay so these are called techno signatures and so you lost me i'm kidding (laughs) and the amazing thing is that they can be detected from thousands of light years away so we can pick up these techno signatures so if there was alien life 
a, like you know 40 like light years away or a thousand light years away okay. and they were releasing radio waves we would be able to pick those up and so okay. that's what we're looking for as the human species with the help of astronomers maybe so even recently, a radio telescope okay. <laughs> recently they ran a huge scan across the galaxy homing in on 31 sun-like stars and they detected over 26 million techno signatures okay is your mind blown are like, you like, is this a conspiracy theory? I think okay. so, but... Here's the switcheroo. Okay. Here's the bait and switch. <laughs> Every one of those signatures was generated on Earth. So those were signatures that would have been projected out from Earth from, like, so... Oh, my God. What? So, so they reflected back? <laughs> no, no, we picked them up from out in... Uh, yes. Basically, it's like we have lots of devices, whether it be radios, microwaves, satellites, that create this frequency range that we're trying to pick up to also understand if there is... Oh, so we're like going life. so far into space and being so, like, oh, whoops, that was us. <laughs> this, this study was really interesting because they were able to accurately detect and pick up and then the algorithms were able to accurately decipher that they were anthropogenic progenic, is that how you say that word that is kind of that's really that is really cool yeah so it was interesting because at first the algorithm immediately knew that 99.84 percent were anthropogenic radio frequencies so that means like we humans created them hmm. but that left still like forty thousand. then they went through another series of tests and realized okay we can confirm that these have also been created from earth and cool. then they had five thousand left and ultimately they confirmed that these were all made by humans um, and That's basically cool. to confirm or to explain how they know, how would they know it's from aliens? They said, if a signal is detected in multiple directions on the sky, we can be extremely confident that it's uh, anthropogenic. An extraterrestrial signal from an emitter at an interstellar distance would be detected in only one direction. Oh, interesting. It's like, I obviously don't understand the full. Imagine they're like, oh, we found it. And then it's just like, it's like, it's like one of your texts to your mom yeah, or something. Exactly. Like, and just like, what is it? Um, so I just thought that was That's really cool. interesting that it's, there are looking for intelligent life or signs of intelligent life. And it shows life. you that we are putting out into the universe so many signs of intelligent life. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like, if like another sign of intelligent or another intelligent life were to come into proximity and have the ability to, to like pick up to pick signals. up yeah. let's assume it's the electromagnetic spectrum that right. they're working on as well they'll be like okay whoa there's yeah. a lot going down on over there and to confirm and sort of clarify it's not that these signals are being put out intentionally to be picked up it's just like the signals and the ways that we communicate with radio waves and things like that's that. so interesting that that makes me really think so like it makes me think deeply, like clearly no extraterrestrial life has ever come to it. Right. <laughs> you know how people like think that they're always like, or they see like a glitch in like, like one of those like computer things and they release it and they're like, the military's hiding it from us. And it's like, no, it's not like if aliens like came near us, they signs. would know yeah. they would be like, okay, there's people there and they wouldn't sneaky, sneaky show up and leave. Like we would see them. You know what I mean? Like, I know. I was so weird that people think they're just going to show up and leave without us knowing as if they're sneaky. It's like, no, that's not real. Yeah. I often think about how if we went to another whatever galaxy or another star system and found an earth-like planet and there were say just an equivalent to apes we wouldn't like be afraid to show ourselves maybe if there was something that we thought was equivalent to humans we might but i'm just imagining how like you know if there are these intelligent alien species we probably like aren't as intelligent as them if they've made it to earth exactly we are we're gonna, we're gonna like, be like yeah. birds to them they're gonna be like oh okay let's take and a it couple of those birds and just like study them or why are we hiding ourselves but even take it's like who knows they might even just be like 
so used to it by now because they are so intelligent. They've been all over the universe, seen lots of life or whatever. And they're just like, oh, cool. There's like an earth. <laughs> and they would just, I just, I'm like, they would make themselves known. Like, I just think it's so funny because people do bring up, you know, like, and especially a couple videos like that were released this summer and everyone was like, this on top of coronavirus. And it was just like a random like glitch in a video, like from the military. I'm just like, no, like these aliens aren't sneaky, sneaky. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure probably that there's a glitch in that random ass military video. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just a really major leap in to be able to detect those signals if and when we find them. That's cool. Imagine you just hear, <laughs> and we, <laughs> we both get, get launched up into the two spaceships, <laughs> never seen again. No one knows where we went. The last thing we, we know said. too much. Although we're the ones being like, they don't exist. So like, we're probably the last ones to be sucked up. Yeah, for sure. Like, no alien wants this gay, sickly body. Yes, <laughs> I'm kidding. Do. Ooh, right. do you think an alien would want a gay person? Sickly body? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you came down, like, would you make the case? Like, you want me, I'm more interesting. Like, you know, you've got all you these mean, like, over here. You mean, like, to cut you open and study or to have Yeah, like, I don't themselves. know. Like, I'm like, do you want to, like, if you want to be chosen, I think I could argue, I'd be like, I'm more of an anomaly on this planet than these other ones. Well, Actually, they'd be like, but what's the meaning of life? I'd be like, reproduce. And they'd be like, hmm, you seem a little off. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Well, what I learned about was not that. <laughs> it was very simple. And it's about the dark-eyed yunkos in our backyard. And oh. clearly birding. What about them? <laughs> well, okay. We have bird feeders in our backyard. We have a suet bird feeder and we have a seed bird feeder. And I'd never heard of suet before. Me neither until I started getting into birding, birding into the birding course. But it's it's like a fatty substance that's really good for wintering birds. It's like very nice to put out in the winter for birds who are like surviving in this pretty like intense climate. So house sparrows are a really common bird in Toronto, for example, because they have evolved quite well along human development. So there's Pigeons are another great example. Gulls, also known as seagulls, mm -hmm. are another great example of birds that thrive with humans, whereas other birds have a harder time. So there is a huge issue with the lack of biodiversity. And I hate to say this, but birds are dying en masse across the world because mm. of human development. So like take Toronto, for instance, as we expand into the suburbs, uh, there will be a lack of diversity in mm -hmm. birds there as we build buildings and destroy their habitats. Mm -hmm. But house sparrows, pigeons, other birds are right. going to thrive. It's kind of like raccoons and rats thrive in the city. <laughs> exactly. And, there, and I Certain think species. I love all animals. I love rats. I love yeah, birds. Yeah, I didn't mean that as like the bad ones survive. It's just like there are some species that can coexist really well with humans. Exactly. But there's an interesting thing that happens is that humans start to think of them as pests. And I think it's really interesting because it's like, it's just a mirrored reflection of the damage humans are doing when you start to look at them as pests. It's so like, it's like, we're the pests. I mean, I don't, I also have an issue with that too. Cause some people are like, humans are the pests. And like, that's how, like, you know what I mean? Like there's a whole issue with mm -hmm. like that as we look at the world, but I would say, yeah, we are more, <laughs> we are more the pests than a raccoon or a rat. But so house sparrows are very common. We see them in our feeders all the time. I love them. I think they're amazing. They winter, they don't fly south. But then these birds started showing up called dark-eyed juncos. And I was like, oh, they're so cute. They're like, they have this like sort of like beige white bottom, a black top. They have yellow beaks. They're really like cool to look mm -hmm. at. You notice them first. Yeah. And they kind of swoop around. Yeah. When they're flying. They kind of do that. They're the size of a sparrow. And I think they're like in a similar family. But I was like, this is so interesting. Like 
I've never known about them. Like, where do they winter? Like, are they going to go south? Is this their last bit of food? And then I found out they're wintering here because they're from the Arctic. And this is their version of like flying south to Florida. They fly south from the Arctic oh, to Toronto. Oh my gosh. That's, I've never thought of that. I know. I mean, it felt so ignoramus. Hashtag, what did we learn this week? I was like, oh my God, obviously birds come south to here because this what? is like their climate of the summer in the so Arctic. So wait. <laughs> that seems so weird because we're always like birds migrate to the warmer places, which yeah, you're now you're being like this is the warmer pace, place for some birds. For the dark age, like this cold climate we have is the ideal for them. I just always imagine that like every bird goes to Florida. Yeah, that, I know. That's why. Why did we learn this <laughs> week? Not every like, bird goes to Florida. Just thinking how a person in Florida would be like. Yeah, like or I don't know why is this me melting my mind in a weird way where I just am realizing that some birds migrate to Florida to remain having like the summer temperatures we have here in Florida. And not, and it's also, it's like, it's like, girl, it ain't just Florida. I'm I'm using, I know South Florida. I'm using that as an example of just like directly South from us. Um, Remember when we, we love great blue herons here in Canada in the summer. They're these beautiful, huge birds. And we see them like up North. We fly to Costa Rica two years ago Hanging out in Costa Rica, we see this thing. We're like, is that a great blue heron? Well, yeah, it's the literal her. species comes <laughs> from near us to the summer in Costa Rica. And we're like, mm. we flew here on a CO2 fueled plane, like dumb pests. Like and this thing flew just, here and yeah. is chilling Costa Rica naturally. It was so They're cool. They're so lucky. Also, another thing I didn't mean, I, I have obviously, speaking of boredom, I, I'm not saying it's the only reason I got into birding, but it actually is. <laughs> and I'm so into birding. And my mom sent me this really cool article about swans that uh, are based more in North Bay, I believe, who now in the winter spend their time in Lake Ontario. But they used to go to America, fly south, like near Florida. But sadly, because of habitat loss and again, human issues, their population became so small that there was only a few swans left. And then due to conservation, they brought them back. But they only ever really have figured out to go to Lake Ontario, not to go any further south. And because of the way migration works is that you teach your young. As the population mm-hmm. grows, they, they just go, they go teach, to Lake Ontario. They, they haven't, they ha- none of them have had the instinct to go f- like oh. any further south. It's fine because these conservationists are helping like bring them back. But, but we can see these swans right now in winter in Lake Ontario. Whereas like n- before humans uh, killed them all down to such a small amount. They had the capacity and knew to fly further south. Isn't that interesting? Wow, that's really interesting. <sighs> okay, I love birds. Birds are pretty cool. Um, Let's do we it. talk more about boredom? Yeah. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. I know we already talked a little bit about how bored you are. How bored <laughs> I am. You do birding. I think people generally have a negative connotation to boredom. So yeah, I think, like, I think I do. When it comes to... Our studies, I do think you should probably go first. But okay. yeah, tell me why why is boredom bad, do you think? In your personal experience, not necessarily. My personal experience is like... I think I can remember saying, Ugh, I'm bored. To, out loud, like... <laughs> out of the womb? <laughs> <laughs> no, like in, in school <laughs> and being told like, Hey, like, don't be bored. There's all these beautiful things around. I think even my parents, it's like my parents are really active. They do lots of things. It's like taught, like, you know, if you're bored, like, like find something to do. That's your, like, not like it's your fault, but it just put some work into figuring out how to relieve your boredom. And I think that's a bit like a bit of the ethos of me going birding. It's Mm -hmm. like, if you're bored, like I'm like, okay, I need a whole new hobby. Like I think people, I think 
actually I'm more on the extreme end of my relationship with boredom. I think I have friends who have told me like, you always do so many things. And I'm like, it's cause I'm a, like being bored's bad. Like I innately think being bored is bad. A negative thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, and I don't, don't know why. Like I don't necessarily disagree, but my way to get there is I kind of want to hit boredom. For me, hitting boredom means I got to a stage. Boredom is a motivator for me. So when I get wow. bored, then I go, okay, well, obviously I don't want to be bored. It's not that fun to be bored. So now I might go do like write music. Like it helps me to do things yeah. that would otherwise take more effort. So obviously like watching a movie, playing video games, easy because they're just easy fixes going on your phone. But boredom is a key to me doing something that would otherwise feel harder than doing those things. Oh, yeah, it's going to sound insane. Like what does it feel like to be bored? I don't know if I know what it feels like. Wait, what? It, like I okay, actually am like, I don't know if I know. <laughs> that it feels like, is so weird, Greg. Well, because I, be, yeah. I don't know if I even need to keep talking. Well, you would that. obviously have an essence of that feeling or you just think you would literally prevent yourself from getting bored. I think I might prevent myself from I think you need to try this and you just need to put your phone away, not yeah. do anything, not allow yourself any stimulation. You'll get bored. Um. Okay, but wait, what? Oh my god, I'm actually like panicking. My hands I think are with clammy. phones in general, it's 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 given people way more anxiety around boredom. It's yeah. like the second you're bored, you have this thing in your pocket or beside you that can alleviate your boredom, and so there's kind of less like anxiety feeling that comes with it now, which I don't necessarily think is uh, the way we've definitely de- uh, necessarily evolved. Like, I don't think boredom would have that same... I think you would get a really intense feeling if you did that. But I don't think that's necessarily the biological. That's like a learned condition, I think. Um, so can you describe to me what boredom feels like to you? Well, I guess once I'm bored, I just am like... It, I, I wouldn't call it a pleasant feeling. It's just that the one thing... I don't want to say too many positives because my, my study kind of goes into the positive aspects of it. But even I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I, I now have to go do something. I honestly am like, I, 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 I sound crazy, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know if I've ever felt that. I think I preemptively do things to avoid it so deeply. Like, I think I need to go to therapy, but there's like, something about that. Yeah. I need to be locked like, in a room. Did you have a, I need to go to jail. Did you have a really negative experience with boredom at some point in your life? imagine i started crying <laughs> that it was like yeah we don't have to go deep into this I no just I'm, mean, I'm not I'm, did you I'm get joking. triggered ever that you were like i i don't want to be bored because for example like i don't intentionally like i might intentionally try to get bored but then i don't like sit in my boredom for so long i then do things you know what i didn't ever have video games growing up i was never allowed more than an like I wasn't allowed more than an hour of TV we didn't have cable like there were these things kind of set up for me to like be bored like I, I remember playing a lot of imaginary games on my own, just like writing movies in my head, like running around in the backyard, like making up like a full movie about like this like weird cape thing that would go across the earth and you become this like different realm and just like fight <laughs> plants. Like, like I think that maybe I dealt with a lot of boredom as a kid that as an adult, it reminds me of my like relationship. Or maybe you with- just have really high level skills to not become bored. Like no one's trying to be bored. It's just like maybe you didn't have those extra stimulations, so you developed skills to not even have to get bored to do things. Yeah. Which is like a nice thing. Yeah, actually. yeah. It's it just like, 
there's this relationship I have with like food. Like my parents were very healthy and very like, like they would just make lots of delicious home cooked food. And like, I just, we didn't have um, like, there was always this thing in our house. Like they didn't like things with packaging. So we never had those types of like, deli- like delicious, like pop tarts and like fun. Although we, that was like the one thing we did have, but like those types <laughs> of foods like that, that now that I'm older and can just go to a grocery store and buy whatever I want. Like I remember that feeling like when I was in university or like away from home was like, like wait, I can, I can buy whatever, whatever <laughs> I want. Like I can buy this cereal. And I went a little like wild, like yeah. over the top that I wonder if maybe that's how like the something boredom, where I am now. Is, it's like, yeah. I have so much more access to things to entertain me that I'm like going ham because as a kid, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is all well, okay, jargon. Let's, let's talk more about like you get into your study about the sort of negative sides of boredom first. Okay. And, and we can chat more about it from there because then when we talk about the positive, then I think we'll be able to have some sort of resolution around what we think Cool. we have been brought up to believe and then what what's good and what's bad. So mine is going to be a bit inflamed in the sense of negative aspects of boredom because this study was done during the pandemic oh okay yeah so it's a recent oh, that's study interesting, though like yeah. t- thinking about how people are bored now now okay. so this took place in china one week after their first call for quarantine across all the provinces where this survey took place they're one week in to this, going to say the word of all words, unprecedented time. <laughs> so it's really interesting to look back on because it felt very extreme the way they talked to the study. But now I'm like, we've all been doing this. Right. We're coming time. up on a year because this, this was in wow. January of 2000. We could never have related at that time. Yeah. Or like they just, it was just so interesting to see the way they talked about it as so extreme. And actually right. China's like chilling now. So like they're all like, oh, remember that time? Whereas we're all like, we're in it. <laughs> But um, it was 2,135 participants during the outbreak where they focused on a survey about boredom. And the way that they asked them these questions were in uh, four categories. It was about anxiety, stress, depression, and meaning of life, which I thought was really interesting. So they asked these survey questions to that many people. This is the study. They don't, the participants don't know what the study's about. And they have the, I read all the questions. They're kind of coded in a way that you're like, you wouldn't like put together what the study you is. wouldn't put together and they're actually like really interesting questions okay. especially the meaning of life part <laughs> but they they did start you know every study starts with like why are we doing this and they did say that boredom is related to obsessive compulsive symptoms somatic somatization which is the physical manifestation of anxiety so sometimes people feel physically sick or ill or have these symptoms that they can't place but it's actually related to their anxiety. And so that's that's like an example of what it can cause, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and obviously it's related to anxiety, depression, and stress. Um, they also showed that higher boredom correlates with higher need for information and higher exploration behaviors and media use. Hmm. So essentially boredom was a trigger for using the internet is yeah. like a bunch especially of, now, especially when you don't have many other outlets to deal with right in a pandemic. Exactly. And, and um, in our society now they've done a bunch of studies relating boredom to internet use. So like that was just them being like, okay, we're like going to definitely use those past studies as we create these surveys. Mm-hmm. And then meaning of life was defined as a generally stable sense of purpose in life and an accompanying sense of fulfillment. So if you were like have that, you're found as someone who like feels like they have meaning in their life. And so what they found was that after they looked at this survey, after this one week when people were like kind of like scared or whatever and alone and at home, they found that people were really responding by saying they were bored and that they were having boredom kick in 
And it was directly related to an increase in anxiety and stress, but not depression. Hmm. And then this is the really interesting part is that the direct link to the increased anxiety and stress was due to the fact that the boredom made them go on their phone, that the boredom Mm. in this pandemic made them reach out to media sources, which predominantly was their phone, but sometimes it was their computer. Sometimes it was watching the news Mm -hmm. was a direct result of the fact that they thought they were bored, stuck at home with nothing to do. Right. And so what they found was that that link of boredom to media use is what created the stress and anxiety. Whereas the depression that was seen in some people had nothing to do with the boredom and uh, the increased media use. That's what they were able to parse out through like a variety of like psychological. Just to say that the depression was unrelated. They're, They're like, all we can say from this is that the people who were feeling depressed within this quarantine, it was not related to their media use and boredom. Okay. That's just like, that's what they were able to posit. People are more bored and maybe more depressed, but it's not because of the boredom. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, if we're talking about boredom today, it can make you more stressed and it can uh, make you more anxious. And they directly said because of media use. Hmm. And then this was the most interesting takeaway for me, which was that people who had a higher sense of meaning in their life were more likely in the pandemic to go on media and their phone and who had more sense of meaning. Who had more. This was the, this was the finding where they were like, this Weird. was really interesting and not what they thought. People who had more of a sense of meaning in their life were more likely to go on media and therefore end up more stressed and anxious while bored. And they said it's, their hypothesis and they're like, we need to keep studying this was because when you have a strong sense of meaning in your life, when something like a pandemic happens, they think you are trying to figure out how what's going on can relate to your life. You're wanting to know the information. You're wanting to understand what does this all mean? You're wanting to figure out what your future is. Like you're actually more likely to watch and read the news than someone who maybe doesn't have a strong sense of reading in their life might have, might find it easier to ignore the news and just like not necessarily cope, but like they were really trying to focus on news consumption, I guess, because they're asking those questions, but were able to stay maybe off their phone more and relate to their boredom in a different way. Wow. I find that really odd. Me too. And it was, it was a really uh, great, like well-written, fascinating study. Like I encourage people to read it if you want to read it. And yeah, it, it was, it made a lot of sense as I read it, but I think they were still like, this is just, you know, more and more information that we're going to gather uh, during this insane year. And just yeah. now they're like, okay, Meaning of wow. life and somehow internet use is somehow linked. Strong sense. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I can like really connect to that finding, or I, I have to think about it more. And I don't know where I fall on that spectrum. Yeah, it says that like meaning in life, people with a high meaning in life felt the need to use their media more. It is thought to try to make sense and understand what was going on. This led to increased to stress. Create, maybe to create. Mm-hmm. You're saying like to create meaning out of what's happening. Yeah, like they're just like they're they're just trying to create mm-hmm. meaning likely and then it led to increased stress and anxiety yeah. and more doom scrolling. Oh my god. I mean, I've definitely experienced a lot of doom scrolling this year. I, I'm sure everyone has. Me too. And I, I think of someone who like is searching for and has meaning in life and is trying to, I think meaning in life is so interesting this year. Like sometimes mm-hmm. we go to bed and you're just like, what is this all for? Cause mm-hmm. it's like, we're just like, yeah, like it's really, it's a life lesson. Yeah. It's just like, I, I mean, you learn those kind of life lessons when there's a loss of life or extreme change in life where you go like, you really just can't count on life to be what you think it's going to be. And that doesn't have to be. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Pressing, but it's, it sounds negative, obviously. And I think the pandemic has just shown that. For a lot of people, you can't rely on things to always be the way you think they're going to be. I know. Or or predict what they're going to be like. And life is not in your control. Right? And so we're all creating these little bubbles and these little paths that we think we are building. But then something can come and just stop you in your tracks from literally even seeing people you love and want to be with. It's so wild. I can't wait to like i mean i guess we already are looking at these studies i love reading studies about now and what we're going through but i can't wait to understand in retrospect through like science and statistics what is happening right now because it's like i like i actually don't yeah, really know what's going so on. much to come out of this i think so much psychological research so much biological research so much like just actual so many research boring... on vaccines on like yeah, thinking yeah. of what this time and and over the next 10 20 They'll look at our generations in 30, 40, 50 years to see how we've done economically, health-wise. Like, yeah. what does a pandemic of this scale do to people? Because I, I don't know if they did those studies in, like, 1918, for example. Maybe not. Now I think, like, they're probably <laughs> starting those studies. Oh, you mean during the Spanish run- flow? For the Spanish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so I was like, that's a rip. I was thinking of like the last kind of worldwide pandemic. That well, was everyone like, was like, everyone knew to, to wear masks. That's why I'm like, okay, come on, humans, let's evolve. Let's, <laughs> let's wear our masks because in 1918, everyone seemed to all. get it. There were people protesting then too. Yeah, but the like they really had great case studies for the places that just took it all up, mm. wore the masks, and did well. You know what I mean? I'm like, you would have still have that in now. 1980. <laughs> they wouldn't think in 2020 people were like struggling to wear masks. Yeah, like with all the research later. that we know, like it's really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Oh but, my gosh. Also, they're going to make really boring Hollywood movies as they yeah, attempt to and be like, over-dramatize. Like, and be like, and they're stuck at home. And like, crickets, crickets. It's like, <laughs> we don't want to watch this Hollywood. Like, There's going to be out. like some version of Room, the movie, but it's like actually no stakes. It's just someone who like is at home. Yeah, so <laughs> many flops as they try and everyone's just like, no, like, figure, out figure something angle. else out. Uh, okay, I have some really cool things I'm to talk it. about in terms of the positives. And I want to share an interesting story because... I've experienced extreme boredom on a show called Big Brother, and I want to talk about that. True. But that, when we come back from a little break. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like something's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from reaching your goals? Like, I've been really keen to make more music and dedicate creative time to it, but honestly, sometimes I just get really in my head and feel completely overwhelmed. 
BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide with a broad range of expertise available, some which may not always be available locally in many areas. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions, getting to skip the uncomfortable waiting rooms of traditional therapy, but you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, so you'll always get a great therapeutic match, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash sidenote to get 10% off your first month and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash sidenote for 10% off your first month. Comment I'm so happy to have Comment Corner back because I actually just, I know I made it, but I love that jingle because I kind of stole it from Jacob Collier, that harmony. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I love that jingle. I love Jacob Collier. I love you. Oh, Good things all around. Thank you. But this is a Comment Corner moment and I'm about to talk about Sarah on iTunes. Loved us a lovely little review. She said, love it. Feels like I'm hanging out with my friends, chatting about science. What a great podcast. Listening to this honestly makes me feel like I'm hanging out with my friends, chatting around, while in reality, I'm at work in a lab, <laughs> mostly alone, thanks to COVID. Anyway, Aww. thanks for the weekly treat for my ears. Oh, that's so sweet. It remi- like I have a friend, Jess, if you're listening, uh, who works in a lab, and I-, I just know like that would be an intense experience. Like There's so much important work happening in labs, but obviously labs of all places are also going to take precautions so seriously. Yeah. And legitimately that I hope that this is useful in a situation where you're just kind of alone and working in your space. Wow. Thank you so much for your work. And yeah, tell your lab friends, like I would listen to so many podcasts. If I, I already listened like to so you, many, I'm yeah. like, imagine I was in a lab. I would definitely I be doing that, especially alone. like eight hours to just like work alone and, <laughs> the, and like, oh, and like that. Kind you of, said wear cologne. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're cologne. not allowed to do that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, cause a lot of our work is like, and maybe there is lab work that is as well, but so much of our work is reading and watching videos and like writing scripts. I, I can't listen to podcasts when I do that. But I remember when I worked at a lab and was like pipetting and literally like crushing leaves and like taking samples. You can actually be listening to stuff the whole time. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I mean, thank you for listening. And I know. Thank you so much. If any, anyone way. else wants to leave iTunes reviews or even YouTube comments, like we should start using some YouTube comments to feature. Leave us a little paragraph. We can feature you, shout you out. Thank you so much. We it helps our everyone. indie pod. Helps our indie pod. It helps our ego. So thank you. And back to the pod. Okay. So I was going to bring up something about Big Brother. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm sure you do. If you listen to this podcast, I was on Big Brother Canada. What were they, didn't you have a nickname? Uh, Mitch Muffin? Yeah, Mitch Muffin. What was that from? Uh, just one of the people there just like started saying it. And then Who? I, which one? Raul. Oh. Muffin, and then they like became my nickname in the show. But okay. So I have like a really vivid memory about this element of boredom because it's a TV show. Obviously there are really compelling, exciting moments, competitions, like all these things that are exciting, but debatable. I'm kidding. I don't, I hate, I don't even I mean as a viewer. I mean, when you're living it, you're like in a competition. Of course that's exciting. Actually, you're right. It is very much when I'm watching, I'm thinking this is a very exciting show. Like it's like, it's, it's not boring. Yeah. But when you're there, 
there, it's over the course. Like it, you have so much downtime and truly no books, no pens, no paper, no TV, no nothing. Oh like God. you, you have people around. So of course you can talk, but you know, you start with 15 people and it whittles its way down. And of course you're not talking the whole time. Eventually you're like, yeah, you don't have things like to talk about. How many hours of nothing? Just like hundreds. <laughs> What hundreds? Like not yeah. Over the course of my time there, I, there was hundreds. Or like of times. how long would like you go days in, in a row? There would be no like. There's what? one comp, one or two competitions a week. Oh my god! So and you I don't go think days you, without anything. Yeah, <laughs> where you just sit around, you chat, you're strategizing, but you can only strategize so much, and you can only really have like fun games that you're trying to make up so much, and so you really come to terms with what it means to just exist oh and not god. have distractions and get used to. Sort of being comfortable, just kind of sitting around, maybe maybe sitting outside when they have are the outside section. Are you not section. thinking like I'm being filmed right now? I should do something. Some I think some people have that occur, but you're there so long that you you, you can't you can't do that all the time. Sometimes you have the energy, oh and suddenly God. you're like, yeah, let's do something fun. We're like we're we're on a show, like let's play a game, let's do something that would make. And they're laugh. okay with like you guys like doing that because they want that. Depend, depends on what it is. That's when they you start stop, a show, they man. They stop you sometimes from like playing what? games and stuff if you're if it's like taking away from I think the live feeds because some games can be too like boring to watch, right? But there's always like that clip. I mean, I feel like I only really watched your season of Survive. I mean, Big Brother, but Survivor, where they're like, and then they started playing with sticks, and then they all like do something <laughs> funny, and it's like the little brevity in the episode. Like, yeah, don't but that can last an hour, and you have like seven. And then they're like, okay, stop. We got the cut. Now let's go back to you being bored. <laughs> no, they don't choose you to be bored. Like it. What do you mean? Like I'm saying, if you're playing, you're telling me that sometimes they tell you you can't play games. Yeah, because they don't, if you're playing, like, not that there are board games, but there's been times when people try to, like, use toilet paper yeah. and make, like, board games, and that's not very interesting to watch. Okay, and I'm saying like they it, maybe get their take where, like, oh, that's our funny little moment for the episode, now you're done. Yeah, they have their little things that they make more exciting. And, and that, the, yeah. yeah. And then there's actual competitions. But I get what people, I wanted to bring up. Sorry, I was going to say I get why people fall in love and have a showman's. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. The intensity of a relationship when there's no one else and, like, you find one person in a house that you connect with. Oh, my God. You should have dated Raul. Fine. I would have loved it. Uh, Okay. Well, next time. Now I know. Uh, Okay. What I wanted to bring up specifically was that the first two weeks were perhaps, like, of course, you go in, you're so excited. I have never dealt with boredom like that in my life. To the degree that I, I remember in the first two weeks saying, I would never fucking do this ever again in my life. It's one of the worst experiences. <gasps> he said the F word. Oh my God. Are we allowed to say that on this podcast? <laughs> you um, make the rules, huh? I just remember having a deep moment of like, why did I do this? I've never been this bored. Wow. I'm miserable because I'm so bored. There's literally no way to relieve my boredom. Like, yeah, I've talked to everyone in this house. We've tried to play games. We've like tried to do random Did things. you say it to anyone openly? Like, are you so bored? Oh, yeah. We would all talk about it okay. all the time. We would be like, what are we like? Drinking I'm your little so like, bored. little like, Nalgene, yeah, of water, and then I realized you would get used to that eventually. Like it was, hmm. it was an acclimatization period wow. of being used to the you know the situation at hand and and acclimatizing from having phones and from having friends and family wow. and from having TV and the internet. And then eventually, I remember being like, "Oh, this isn't that hard anymore. I'm not that bored." And I got so used to at times just like. Going to a room on my own and just like sitting for a few hours and, and just, just like staring at out. the wall. Truly. 
and you felt normal by that. And I remember. Is that the shining? One like, of did you the go guy, crazy? <laughs> a little bit. But one of the guys who was in a relationship in the house, like he and another girl. Were Name like, names, babe. Jared and Kelsey. So then Kelsey got voted out and then he went through that. Because he did have oh, someone because they were him flirting, flirting. Yeah, and they actually were like mentally stimulating each other because it was a new relationship, all these things. And I remember the week and, and the second week or whatever <laughs> that she left, he was like, "I've I've never felt so bored." And they were all life. like, "Um, Jared, catch up, bud." I, I was, I, re- I said to him, I was like, "It's because we've all experienced that, but you had this thing to mentally stimulate you, and now you have to acclimatize to being bored." Wow, having a showmance is something that it's whenever like a, I see it, I'm like, this is so stupid as if you could ever do this. Now I'm like, oh, it's a coping mechanism. For sure. Huh. For sure. And as okay. a gay man, you're like, you don't even get the option. Really. If you could have a showmance with one person on your season, who would it have been? Oh my God, the Big Brother stands are crazy for it. <laughs> I'm not going there. There's no one. Ramsey. He was so cute. Oh, I have yeah. such a crush on Ramsey. Great guy. Um, okay. Oh, and I, he was so sensitive and would like cry. And yeah. I was like, I was like, representation for straight men crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But oh, I want to talk about him. the fact that there's research. I can't say that word. I forgot we were talking about boredom. I was like, I just want to ask you about Big Brother more. We can talk more about it, but let me talk a little bit about this, and then right. we can talk more about boredom in the Big Brother host. <laughs> uh, there's research to show that being bored is not always a bad thing. So it is considered one of the most prevalent emotions yet least studied, which I thought was interesting, or at least huh. that's how this study that I was reading was like presenting it, because it is a regular emotion people experience, but like we don't study it like anger or happiness or depression or sadness, you know? Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just boredness. It's, it's just like this thing. No, it feels like the absence of something. And no one wants to be like the one studying boredom, boredom. when you could be studying <laughs> anger. <laughs> and as we know, it's often associated with negative feelings or consequences, including studies which show that it can often be related to like risk-taking behavior. So when people are bored or you think about kids that are bored or not are not pushed enough right Hmm. often there's like you might you might feel this way as a teacher or somebody who taught class it's like sometimes the kids that are actually too smart end up being a little bit deviant that's so funny because so many parents and they had little shit kids are like like, they'd be like maybe he's bored i'd be like no your kid's a shit (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny like that's such a talking point where they're like i'm like no he's actually like i'm like i think i'm worried that your kid might be like a little bit (laughs) evil no no he's They're like no i think you need to challenge him more i'm like no this kid does not want to do science he's just like a little piece of shit but did you know any kids that were just <laughs> no, yeah. too smart for their own good? Yeah, but the, the ones that were too smart all. for their own good were not the ones that were really bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. I know that you, you are right. There were, were the kids who it was like, this person needs to be stimulated more and that's why they're bored. But the ones actually acting out and the ones whose parents were like, my little kid's just bored. I'm like, hun, your kid ain't bored. Your kid's mess. <laughs> <laughs> your kid sucks. Yeah, like your kid S U Q Q S sucks. Sucks. Okay, no, that's fair. I'm not saying that's an excuse for everyone, but it can <laughs> boredom can cause deviant behavior. Yeah, for sure. But what this study found in particular was that boredom increases creativity, which I thought was interesting. So mm. they found that boredom helped boost individual productivity on an idea generation task. So this this study was actually like three different studies where they would create a scenario, make people bored and see in this. Case. How do they make them bored? I honestly don't know in this moment. I kind of like they didn't. I they mean, like put them on Big Brother. And yeah. They and like, they say, I bet they could study so much stuff on Big Brother. Like I, I'm surprised if there aren't already like actual published psychological studies using Big Brother as test experiments. Um, so in terms of like coming up with ideas, especially what they found is when someone's given sort of a, a guided task, obviously in your board and you have no 
constraints and you're just like, what should I do? You might not be as creative, but when you're like, okay, well then you can do this task. You're allowed to like come up with, come hmm. up with creative ideas. Um, yeah. The other okay. thing is boredom did not universally increase creativity for a product development task. Instead, only those individuals with high learning. Okay. This part's going to sound wordy, but there's certain characteristics that it's like boredom was useful for okay. the four of them. So it's high learning goal orientation, high need for cognition, high openness to experiences and high internal locus of control. People who had those four factors, boredom actually stimulated them to go and do other things. Can you like, what are examples creative. of those things? Um, I mean, I would just be kind of making them up right now. Like I wrote them like down, read, a, but read one again. So for example, like high, inter high internal locus of control means somebody who can actually choose what they're going to do. Like they have autonomy. You know, some people are just better at being like, I'm going to do this thing. So when you're bored, obviously having a high learning goal orientation would mean like I've hit boredom that that factor kicks oh, in and I am going I to now go do that. Those are traits of people. Like some people have a yes. high openness to experience. Yes. So if they get bored, they're going to go do going, something where exactly. someone who's like maybe more anxious, doesn't like experiences, is going to get bored and then not go do the and thing. And just waste their time. God. So they God. were saying like it can, it does in general increase creativity, but obviously there are factors that impact what type of people actually end up being. I see. So that. you can get bored, but if you don't have certain personality traits, you might be like, it's really painful and I don't do anything. And yeah. I'm waste bored. my time. I'm bored. What am I doing? So it's kind of like you can maybe hmm. boil those down. And this is just my interpretation to like motivation, right? So yeah. there's certain kinds of motivation that if you're bored, if you have that mode, internal motivation, then you're going to do something. I mean, that's yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. Like, I guess that's so true. And I'm, I just had a thought of like, I found my book recently from when I was traveling and I just had like so many like really cool sketches, like pencil and pen sketches. And I'm like, Oh, cause I remember I was just on like long train rides mm -hmm. and I was obviously time, yeah. bored and I didn't have a phone. And so I just started drawing and they were good. Like it was like, it was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Like, and that creativity. I, so there you go. You have, have been done bored that. before, but yeah, that's an interesting situation. I hadn't thought about because when I picture traveling, I picture not being bored, but traveling sometimes There's a moments when you have where no you choice. end up like yeah, yeah You're not just like stuck somewhere and you have to kill time. And uh, some people would maybe just like waste hmm. that time and then feel bad about it. But some people, if they have these kind of internal factors, the boredom can stimulate that creativity. And they had measured sort of like creative thought and creative hmm. output to show like they were actually thinking outside the box which i thought was interesting it wasn't just that they did stuff they were measuring whether or not so they said boredom as a variety driving emotion that motivates individuals to engage in novelty seeking experiences i.e like they're engaging in different often unusual ways of doing things that are unlike typical or predictable responses hmm. that's very wordy ultimately meaning when people had these factors and they were bored it made them creative because they would start doing things in a way that wasn't what they would normally do. There were creative wow. solutions like you being on a train and being like, okay, I have to like be creative. Think of something to do. I, might, I don't have internet on a phone. I'm traveling. So I can't like be on my phone. I have to find a unique way to stimulate myself. I have no cool. Yeah. It's drop. not all bad. That's true. Like that's, and that kind of like, how do you get there now when you're at home and you're it's in a pandemic? You honestly, so hard with the internet. Yeah. I think. And now the world's more connected than ever. Even when you're traveling, like when we were in university, if we traveled, you wouldn't have internet. 
But now you could travel and you could just pay your own server or you could end it up in another country and get a SIM card. And yeah, or you are, or you go to Japan and they're like, here's your Wi-Fi when you get off the air. Exactly. <laughs> like, so it's what? so much harder. Yeah. But I think that's I, I've struggled with that in this pandemic because I know boredom has been a tool for me in the past. So you're like, I want to get bored, but I have so much access to the internet that I can't. Yeah, it's really hard. Like when wow. you become, when you get near boredom, of course, like, of course your body goes, well, then I'm just going to go on TikTok. I'm just going to go on my phone oh. and just like mitigate that boredom. And so I feel like it's been harder for me to hit that point unless I really create structure and go like, okay, no phone for the next three hours, no computer, no TV. I have to like sit wow. on my bed or sit on a couch until I go, this is so boring. Have you done that? I have, yeah. Wow. But not... not <laughs> I'm like off doing all this Not always shit. successfully because um, because it's so easy to go, well, I'm bored. I'm just, I'm just going to check. I have to check my email. I'm so annoyed that like another thing came along like TikTok because it's like, <laughs> it's so boredom sucking. It's like, yeah. I'm not ever going to get bored with, with another you one. You can't be bored, yeah. And it's so entertaining. Oh my God. And it's so easy to switch and immediately get... It is crazy. Like when you are on a television set, <laughs> you have to click through and then you have to watch for a bit to understand if it will hook you. But a TikTok is Oh, you mean so watching TV. Sorry, I thought you meant on oh. set of Big Brother. No, like he's oh, been no, on a television no, set. I meant when you're flipping through the channels. Which I haven't done in years. Exactly. Or <laughs> if you're just like putting stuff on, you have to give it a bit before you know if you're going to be engaged. And so you could be like, I just think with TikTok, you flip within three seconds. Oh, God. It's like busting our it's neurons. crazy. Yeah, we are, are like, I can't even imagine the impact that it has on, like, and I and I remember when I first started using TikTok, I threw, I said it before on this podcast, I threw my phone and screamed at one point because I was like, this is new to me and it hooked me for like an hour <laughs> and I didn't have control over my, like, I looked up and it was 9 p.m. and I started at 8 p.m. and I, threw it out of horror <laughs> but now i don't throw my phone anymore because i'm just, just like oh that's it. normal and yeah. it's like what you were saying with big brother you yeah, get normal you're just you're like oh an it. hour on tiktok nothing because i like could have been two i know i just think like there i i think uh, uh veritasium has a video on boredom and i just can't remember if i watched it i'm wondering if it touches on this i want to go watch that but i do think there it is does. This sort I, of yeah. beautiful power to allowing like the human brain is kind of meant to get in that stage because for example of the times when I do actually meditate or just sit quietly and force myself to sort of be still, so many creative ideas come mm -hmm. up. And I go, oh my gosh, oh, I forgot I wanted to go do that thing. And I'm, oh, now I'm hearing music. Like even before bed, laying in bed without a phone, I'll be like, oh my gosh, suddenly all these musical ideas are coming into my head. Yeah. And if I could only do that in the day, because obviously when it's nighttime, I'm I'm like, I'm tired. I'm not going to get up and go write a song right yeah. now. Yeah. I find that too. Like when I'm meditating in the bathtub also is when I get up and then I like go read a book and it feels so thrilling mm -hmm. you know what i mean because it's like you your brain has like calmed to this place that i like get out and i'm it's like, like oh, i'm so excited yeah. and i don't even care about my phone because i'm just like i can't wait to read this book and it's like but in the other part of my day reading a book feels so challenging because there's all these other things like it really obviously helps you get to the place to actually like think deeply <sighs> which makes me think about what you were saying with like the idea generation and creativity and brainstorming being bored is so helpful and then I just think about all those like weird like productivity dudes and like yeah. CEOs and stuff where I'm like, aren't they supposed to be making big decisions? And like, I can't imagine they're ever that bored. No, they're optimizing on every minute. I know. To, and it's to like, not be bored. To not be bored. Yeah. But then I wonder. I know. It's weird. I think I think they'll eventually be a turner. There already has already been is, a movement yeah. against it. But to really realize 
and obviously like sleep researchers know this and people who look into cognition understand breaks even people who exercise and work out know it's actually when your body's resting that you're really like you if you just work out all the time you're not going to gain as much. You're not going to actually see that muscle. Wait, growth. what? I work out all the time. I'm well, there's obviously limits, but some people work out so much and a really smart athletic person would know. And like somebody who trains well would be like you, your rest time is equally as important. Hmm. You will not see yourself excel as much if you're just always pushing yourself. And I think it's the same with the brain. And that's why people say vacation time off. Like, or short work week. I, we were just talking about from like a little while ago, like a four day work week. They find people are more productive. Yeah. Having the true time to just relax allows you to come back. So refreshed yeah. and not always, of course, every time you're not like, why don't I have all these creative ideas? But you give yourself the space to have that. And I think it is really unfortunate and sad. And I'm speaking for myself here, like that. My phone consumes so much of my phone time. is chips. We always say phone this. phone is they're chips. addictive. They're not healthy. I'm going to explain that because I kind of came up with that phrase because I have a, have we talked about this on the podcast before? I have a crazy addiction to chips in the sense that if they're in front of me, I cannot stop eating. Especially them. a salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. And I'll be full, disgustingly full. And there'll be other people just like leaving a bowl of chips in the middle of the room at like a party or something. I'm, yeah, your family. I'm going to eat them all. Your family's I, so good at leaving chips. I can't. No, I know. But whenever I go to your house, actually, you know what? You're it's not chocolates. chips. It's like everything else. It's all yeah, sweets. Yeah. It's salty is, right. our, is our vice, right? So You're if right. it's there, Sorry. we're all going to eat it. Oh my God, chips go away in a second. But your family's really good. And maybe because you know at getting a bowl of chips and then them my bowl whereas like i'm like get that bag out let's finish it with, like, like let's go hang now that i live alone or not alone but now that i don't yeah. have parental control it's like i can't not eat the chips if they're here but phone is chips phone is chips but it's like so much worse than chips yeah but it's i think it's important <laughs> to remember sometimes you cannot have yeah. the willpower to overcome no. these companies that are intentionally trying to optimize on your attention so so subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Make sure you follow ASAP no, Science. It's hard. I, I just think we need to come up with rules for ourselves, and that's everyone listening. That it, yeah. Like we both just bought alarm clocks that so we don't bring our phone into the bedroom, and that's that's more than just being distracted by phone. That's like having good sleep. But no, I think that's a big thing for me. It's like if you're gonna wake having up, having space like, where there are. Yeah, and yeah. I want to find more rules. Like. It sucks because we work on the internet that there's this like oh my this little flip of an excuse that's like, well, I actually have to be on the internet and on my phone because I'm supposed to know and I'm supposed to be engaged with that stuff. Um, but sometimes I do just want to like find a way to like never. It's, I hate that I always have my phone like it's beside me right now. I well, we're going to do an upcoming episode about like phone vacation or something. And we're going to look into studies about how to do it because I think I need help. So um, before we end, subscribe. <laughs> Ask me another big brother question because I like actually like talking about it. Okay. And I just wanted to like um, what, say something that you like really. Okay. Want I'm going to ask you like a sexual one. Okay. So like obviously you're like trapped in this like home with people. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> that much about big brother, but like what, how do this, how do they handle sex and like masturbation? You mean and, the like, people or the producers? Like the people, like when you're talking about it, like are people like, I'm so horny. Like I don't know what to do. Like there's cameras like. And when like like Jared or people like do people ever hook up? Yeah, people do. And are they not talking with people like 
are they like should we hook up because it's being filmed yeah that happens and okay I mean, so what are the con- i want to know conversations around that well so you know there was only so much that happened on my season i do think some people potentially had covers maybe or at least were like giving hand jobs and stuff but not like but i wouldn't have known at the time but was it on the show i think there's live feeds of people being like i'm pretty sure like x is giving a hand job to y in this scene at night wow so like obvi- oh, and wow. obviously i think the people who know the show and the live feeds well and i was someone was like i'm obviously never going to like masturbate under my sheets because i know people are watching Whereas that's some people, crazy some people are uh you know cast and they're not huge fans they might have just been curious about imagine it or... jerking off under your sheets not thinking and then later someone they're being like oh i love our little free bedrooms where there's no cameras and they're like uh-huh nikki didn't know that she would she would in the first two weeks she would just take her clothes because she was on the british version where they don't have live feeds oh my god they she don't tell to, you no they do but she had to constantly be reminded on the british version <laughs> Oh she was God. like, oh, like they can't show this on TV. And so also I don't mind being naked in front of like the people here. Okay. So like, did you guys ever talk about masturbation and sex? And, a like, little. Have a cope or was everyone just but sort of But it like, was more outside the show, like in jury house and then outside because it's, the show is supposed to be mostly PG. And so I think they don't really, I think it crosses a line even on live feeds for, you can talk about sex stuff, but I think there's like a point where a voice comes on and says like, careful the live feeds are on like especially when people oh my god if people start talking but don't they really, want you to talk juicy juicy yeah but not not like the canadian version at least i know is they have like a, a certain audience and it can't become pornographic in any way like if even the sexual stuff like they would nor if they if it was explicit they would turn away from it and even if i'm saying something controversial like they'll flip away from it they're like it ain't europe kids keep your clothes yeah. on um but definitely in the american one there's been full-on sex that's happened why but not like they're <laughs> under the covers but it's like not being that hidden um i'm sorry i've been gay sex not not i guess because they only ever allow one yeah, gay like, guy on. yeah. <laughs> one gay person and i should say like season. most seasons don't have sex they might have there's been like people in the shower masturbating and stuff that you can like tell they're doing that oh my god you can't see wait but the shower here. has to be off limits but so you can see from here up because what's like, here like a listeners. door is in the way oh sorry for the listeners is like to my chest so you can in the shower in case oh, i'm having a conversation with someone they want to be able to see wait us. they have they film you in the shower from your chest up yeah. So but, if you're masturbating, you're, you just duck down. This is insane. You could insane. do that, but then people would know. There's, there are bathrooms with no cameras. Okay. But the shower is part of the larger. So people go to the bathroom to, to masturbate. You could. There is there is a camera in there that's never. <laughs> what? So it's. Okay. We can't talk too much longer, but there's never a live feed in that one. But it's just in case like you went in there and took someone to talk privately. They're like. We, they told us they need a camera in there, but okay, the they said it. Such a they said it's always covered in the in the in the camera room, like where they have all the cameras on screens. There's always a thing covering that, so when you're using the bathroom, no one is allowed to look at it. But if I like took you and was like, I want to whisper to you in here, like they need a camera in there to capture that moment. Oh my god, that is <laughs> wild. Hey, okay, that was okay, fun. We sorry. should do that Little like big every brother time. gossip, well, big brother gossip, because that's like Behind fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I'm curious, like, how, how bored you are in quarantine. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> hashtag side note podcast. And let us know if you want us to do something to, like, phone boredom vacation. Because I think this, like, opened a can of worms for me. Yeah, and I'm curious. Just suggest ideas for different podcast episodes. I love hearing ideas. And we definitely turn them into episodes. So shoot us a message. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.